Hi guys, and welcome to episode 82 of the Convenient Counselor Podcast. My name is Brianna Leach. I'm a wife, a mom of three, and a licensed counselor. And this week, my self-care looks like sitting in my new rocking chairs and trying to fit in as much reading for fun as I can. And I hope that you are taking time to take care of yourself this week, and I'm so glad that you're here listening today. The Convenient Counselor Podcast is here so that you can have a safe space to learn more about yourself and about therapy topics on your time. This is no replacement for actual therapy, as I always say, but it is a good supplement. Today, I want to teach you a mindset shift or a quick tool that I use all the time in my personal life and with all of my clients. This is something that I call patting the brakes a bit before you react to a situation. And it's also just a good practice to have in your daily life. And it's as simple as this, stay curious. What does it mean to stay curious? Definition wise, curious means eager to know or learn something. And it also means strange or unusual. So take your pick. (laughs) But For this practice, I'm meaning the eagerness to learn about something. You want to know more. You're not taking things at face value. You're curious about it. And how might this affect your mental health, you ask? (laughs) Thank you for asking. Curiosity is one of those things that helps us, like I said earlier, pad the brake pads a little bit more because we don't react as quickly to things when we're curious about it. For example... If your child yells at you, kicks and screams, makes accusations or calls you names in a heated moment, instead of a knee-jerk reaction of, how dare you, that's disrespectful, go to your room, you're grounded, staying curious would be, huh, that's not normal for them. That's not their usual MO. So what is going on here? Are they hungry? Are they tired? Staying curious can help you pause before you react. Internally, staying curious might look like when you walk into a room and you suddenly feel insecure. Instead of just continuing in that feeling, you might stop and say, what, whoa, what's going on here? What is triggering this insecurity? What am I looking at or comparing myself to that is making me feel insecure In this moment, staying curious can get you unstuck because curiosity and discontentment cannot coexist. If you're feeling stuck and discontent in your season, in your situation, in a moment, becoming curious, asking questions, looking at it from a different angle, eager to know or understand something, then you're not going to stay put. I use the car analogy a lot for us as humans, just because we're complex. We're like that. We require regular and unscheduled maintenance. But when you think about a car, I think of discontentment as being in park or idling. You are not moving. You're stuck in a spot and you just don't know what gear to go into, what direction to point the car. And curiosity is what pushes it forward. Staying curious is an action, and it does require some effort. What might this look like in your marriage, for instance? Maybe while getting ready in the morning, 
your spouse kind of snaps at you and seems put off or very agitated. Instead of taking that personally and saying, well, I have things going on today too, you can stay curious and ask, I wonder what's causing him or her to act like this. I wonder what they have on their plate today that is making them already tense. Man, there must be something that's causing this behavior shift because this isn't normal. So the difference between becoming defensive and becoming curious can set the tone for your entire day. I know the phrase, curiosity killed the cat, is one that we've all heard at one point or another, but I want to change the narrative on that a little bit. Curiosity can save the relationship. Curiosity can save the moment. Even just asking yourself questions on the inside can save irreparable damage because we react to something before we really stop and think it through. Curiosity can save the internal dialogue that you might be having when you walk into that presentation and you feel undervalued, underqualified, and asking yourself, why do I feel this way? What boundaries do I not have? Or what measurements have I put in place that are making me feel less than? Being curious means you are eager to know more. I'm wanting to understand why I feel this way, not just put yourself in park and settle in that feeling and saying, I am insecure. You can say, I feel insecure. And why is that? Why do I feel that right now? That's curiosity rather than getting right settled in and owning the emotion that you're feeling. And curiosity towards others, it allows you to extend some grace as well. Like I said, with the morning gruffness or the morning agitation, being able to say, sure, I get offended that someone's being rude to me, but what do they have going on in their day that's wiring them that way this morning? Why is that server at the restaurant being a little bit rude or seeming detached? I wonder if it's because fill in the blank. I wonder if it's employee shortage. I wonder if they have stuff going on at home. The thing about staying curious is you're not always going to have the answers, but it helps you build in that padding that you need, that other people need, so that we're not all just coming at each other every time we feel something. Like I said earlier, curiosity and discontentment cannot coexist. To be curious about something is to actively push yourself out of getting settled and setting up camp in that emotion, in that feeling. Questions are powerful, even if they go unanswered. So where do you need to apply this to your life today? Maybe you've already had a situation this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're listening, that you think, you know what, if I had paused and just been a little more curious rather than thinking about myself, first and foremost, I could have avoided that conflict. I could have avoided that interaction that did not go the way I was planning. Staying curious allows us to be a bit more objective to our everyday life. If this is new to you, it's a new concept, here are a few examples of how to stay curious. When you are presented with an emotion or a thought that makes you uncomfortable, ask yourself, what about this feeling or emotion is making me uncomfortable? Or, whoa, where did that come from? That's not normally like me. That's new. I wonder where that came from. It helps keep it a little bit more at arm's length rather than getting yourself all cozy and nuzzled in to the feeling. With others, an example might be, I wonder why they're acting that way. I wonder why 
that was the reaction he chose. Or, I wonder why she spoke to me that way. Rather than, how dare they? (laughs) Rather than having a knee-jerk, slam-the-brakes, defensive reaction, curiosity can pad the brakes. Like most anything, dealing with your mental health and self-talk, staying curious is a practice that you can get stronger at each and every day. And it's important that you notice when you're doing it so your brain can register, hey, instead of just reacting to that person, I asked myself a question. I swapped it out. Instead of instantly protecting myself, I paused and thought of the other person. I wanted to learn more rather than making up my mind that they're out to get me or that my insecurity is going to rule my day. No, you get to have the power to stay curious, to ask questions, even if they go unanswered. The fact that you are deflecting a little bit and not absorbing everything that's happening can be so powerful for your mental health. If you have questions or you have a situation that you say, you know what, Brianna, I need some help figuring out how to stay curious because I have my mind made up. (laughs) I know all about that. I know those situations. There are going to be some situations where you've been hurt or you've experienced something so many times that that's your default is to be defensive. We can look at it from a different angle. It might take some time to become curious about what's really going on here. Maybe it's a parent-child relationship. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's a family member. I know it can be difficult, but I also know the power of curiosity. I also know the power of being curious in a prayer mode. If you're someone who prays, there are so many questions in our lives that will go unanswered, but to have breath prayers of curiosity of, okay, God, why are you teaching me this? Or, okay, God, what do you have for me in this? Okay, God, I'm really curious how you're going to bring me through this. (laughs) All of those are wonderful surrendering prayers. And spiritually, that's the power of curiosity as well, is that I don't know all the answers, but I don't have to react and I can surrender some of this to you. And I know you're going to hold my hand and guide me through it. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have thoughts or questions or just want to chat, you can always reach me at convenientcounselor.com or on social media at convenientcounselor. And I know that you can stay curious. You've got this and I'm cheering you on. Have a great week.